Well, if you've, uh, if you've been with us <clears throat> uh, over the period of Lent, you'll know that we've been doing uh, this thing together called 40 Days of Community. Uh, we've been uh, having daily readings, we've been meeting in small groups, and uh, we've been having uh, Sunday uh, messages all related to this idea uh, that we are better together. And uh, we've been thinking about uh, the different ways in which we are better together. And uh, this morning um, is a little bit different because this morning is entitled Celebration Sunday, which fits greatly into the idea of Psalm, Palm Sunday uh, with, the, uh, with the shouts of praise and hosannas. And this morning we are uh, looking together about what we've learned. Remember today what you've learned about the Lord through your experience with him, it says in Deuteronomy. And uh, today we want to give opportunities uh, for people to share uh, what they've learned together. It might be something uh, that you've learned through the daily readings. It might be something uh, that you've learned through uh, the small group time together. It might be something that's really spoken to you uh, during uh, one of the Sundays together. We're also wanting to hear um, from the small groups about some of the projects that are going to be coming out of this uh, 40 days of community. And uh, so that's where we, what we're doing this morning, really. We, we're thinking about what we've learned together. And I'm hoping that one or two people might have come uh, prepared uh, to share something about what they've uh, learned. Uh, maybe uh, people could indicate whether they are wanting uh, to share something this morning. I'm not talking about small group projects at the moment, but if people are wanting uh, just to share something that they feel uh, that they've learned or that God has spoken to them during the 40 days of community. Has anybody come uh, feeling that they're wanting to share something? Now is the time. I'm not going to ask you to come right now, but now is the time to, to indicate if, I, if you're thinking you are. There's somebody over here. Anybody else? Okay. Anybody in the small groups going to speak? Oh, that's two, yeah. Okay. Uh, anybody else? Have uh, 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 people come if How many of the small group projects are, going, are wanting to share... Just so I've got an idea of how I can work this out. Okay, so we've got one, two, three, four. Okay, so I've got six small group projects. Okay, so what I was wanting to do is kind of intersperse, uh, you know, giving people the opportunity to share what they've learnt and, uh, and also about the, uh, the small group projects. And so as we go through this, I'm going to pause and I'm going to give uh, opportunity for someone to share about the small group project and I'll give someone an opportunity to share something that they've learnt. And if it fits into one of these categories, that's okay. And if, and if it doesn't, then uh, we'll just work it in. Okay, so what have we learned during the 40, during the 40 days of, of community about, we start, about worshipping together? Um, the, uh, the text for, uh, for the week about worship was, you have six days to do your work, but the seventh day of each week is holy because it belongs to me. So... Does one of the small group projects want to come out and, uh, and share? Somebody want to come and share about their small group project? Great, Jane, come and tell us 
what your small group is uh, planning to do. Thank you. Great. Um, I'm speaking for Peter and Ros's group. Um, we've decided that we'll um, initially do a car boot. Um, we're going to get together some funds, which um, when we'll hand over to Tom, we hope, He'll look after it, and then the funds will be available to anyone else who needs money to to fund what they're doing. I know some of these things are going to need a little bit of financial help, and for ourselves, we think we thought of one or two other things. Maybe we um, will have an open coffee morning here one Saturday morning. We'll leaflet the local community, try and get them in, either a, lo- a coffee morning or maybe a cheese and wine evening, so that we can speak to the local community and ask them what they want, what they want us to do, what, how we can help, um, and, and get them in here that way. Um, so that's what we're going to do as soon as we get some decent weather and can find the right car boot to do. And if anybody's having a spring clear out and has any family heirlooms that they'd like to donate, um, either if you bring them in or I can pick them up if anybody has anything they could let us have. So we'll do that as soon as we can. Thank you. Okay, thanks for, uh, for sharing that, uh, Jane. Uh, whenever two or three are come together in my name, I'm there with you, Matthew says. And of course, uh, we have been coming together, uh, meeting together every week in, in small groups. And uh, maybe somebody that wanted to share something that they'd, uh, they'd learned through the 40 days uh, would like to come. Maybe, Steve, do you want to come and uh, share something that you've... Uh... <clears throat> yeah, morning. Um, it's just... Uh... I, I suppose really we, we sort of all get preoccupied with the sort of business of the day-to-day, with family, with work, with stuff. And um, sometimes that can kind of almost take over your uh, sort of life with God, really, and you sort of suddenly realize that you haven't been involving God in your life day-to-day and all that kind of stuff. But um, I found over this last sort of 40 days or so, particularly in view of some of the things that have been happening with me and Susanna, that... Uh, um, it's really been um, just amazing to just hang on to, to the sort of the love of God. And there's a sequence of about four or five readings which talks really and focus really on the uh, love of God. And uh, I think um, sometimes we can sort of intellectualize it and sort of think about, you know, the, the theology of it. And, you know, you think of the big issues, you know, surrounding, I don't know, uh, divorce, homosexuality, the Catholic Church, all these kind of things. And uh, sometimes we're sort of, and I certainly am a bit guilty of intellectualizing these things. So for me, it's been really, really uh, helpful to just sort of lie back and just experience and just uh, uh, feel the the love of God. So that's what's uh, spoken to me, really. Thanks, Steve. It's uh, it's good, isn't it, to be uh, reminded of the fact that uh, you know this this uh, the kind of first purpose that each and every one of us had is is to worship God, and that is, of course, expressing our love, but also uh, receiving that love that God has uh, for us. Our God, you are the God who rides on the clouds, and we praise your name. Your name is the Lord, and we celebrate as we worship you. So we've learnt about worship, and of course. Uh, we worship better together. 
Uh, we can worship on our own, we can worship individually, uh, but we worship better when we come together. What else have we learned? We've learned about fellowshipping together. And of course, the, uh, the verse, does anybody remember the verse for, for this? It was about uh, belonging. Uh, since we are all one body in Christ, we belong to each other, and each of, each of us needs all the others. And uh, the way we fellowshiped was in the small groups. And uh, just in case, I, I didn't really say this at the beginning, in case you don't know what, we, what we're doing. Uh, the small groups, uh, one of the challenges of the small groups was to come up with a project. And that's what we're going to be hearing about this morning. And maybe one of the other small groups uh, would like to come and share uh, their project. There was a couple of hands. Oh, yeah. Louise, come and tell you about uh, the project. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how quite to put this in uh, in words and that, because it is actually a testimony of my own, which is uh, for the last few months um, I've been doing baking, and um, which isn't always easy for me because I don't have a lot of energy. And uh, But God's laid something on my heart, and it's been to do with bum making. And uh, me and Tom have laughed about it because I said, this is bum making ministries, this. And I've laughed saying, I'm going to have a website about this one day, because everybody has a website these days about ministries. And we've laughed about it. And uh, so what I've been doing, I've been making buns or uh, biscuits. And then God's been laying things on my heart, and I've been actually taking them out and uh, sort of visiting people or dropping them off and there are one or two people who've received some of that and I've been sort of um, speaking in if you like of what God's laying on my heart about the love of God into them and I see it well God's put it in me as an opportunity to speak into people's lives and bless them with God's love and uh, so I was sharing this bit tongue-in-cheek if you like about these bone making ministries at the uh, at our group on a Thursday evening and it was sort of jumped on that uh, this would be a good thing to do as our community bit so I don't know yet we don't know yet the logistics of how it's all going to work out. But it's just a case of being able to touch people and surprise people as well. But it's like to speak into people's lives as God is moving. And it it, it hasn't been, and I hope it doesn't enter into like a, a works of the flesh because it hasn't been. It's been something that God has spoken to me about. So I hope that we'll press forward with it as a leading of the Holy Spirit. And in that way, I'm sure that people will be blessed by it. So that's what we're doing. Thanks, Louise. Louise um, is part of our small group. And uh, it was really a kind of God moment when Louise shared that in our group because uh, some of us went to hear Chris Duffett speak. And uh, he does all sorts of crazy things like handing out fruit in the town centres and water. And it was a kind of a, I suddenly made a connection between what Chris Duffett was doing and uh, what Louise was talking about, about just simply going into people's homes and, uh, and offering them buns. And we were talking about, you know, we could go into somebody's home that we know, uh, who lives in the community, but then we could ask them to introduce us to their next door neighbour and kind of take them to the next door neighbours and it might spread out like they, that way. So we felt it was a real uh, way in which we could get into the community. Uh, and it all came out of our, our meeting together, been together since we are all one in body, Christ, we belong to each other, 
and each of us needs all the others. Uh, remember, we turn around and we, and we, we, we told uh, each other that we need each other. And this was what uh, the 40 days of community was about. It was about the fact that we need each other in the body of Christ, but we also uh, want to reach out into our local community. Maybe somebody else was in. Were you going to share something that God had spoken to you? And... Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I sort of represent the, the Friday group. And uh, it, particularly in the early weeks, we talked about fellowshipping together and, and needing each other. And uh, one of the things that we felt is that sometimes people, even within the fellowship, can feel excluded uh, from activities. Uh, because the same people, when we say, oh, well, the same people do the same jobs... Uh, and maybe they sometimes think that there's other people would like to get involved in those jobs but don't know how to ask. Uh, and we just felt that maybe it's a case of inviting people who don't normally help. Well, would you mind helping? Because I'm sure that uh, people would like to get involved. But without meaning to, we can form these little groups that we're not conscious of. But people from outside don't know how to break into them. Uh, and that can be quite... Uh, Unsettling, if you will. So that's that's one of the things that we thought of, particularly in the early stages. Can I can I do a second one as well? Uh, am I allowed to sort of a little veiled criticism of the last one? The, we did the uh, well, it's not veiled. We did the the last on Friday, and uh, I have to say we really struggled with it uh, on the whole tithing. We felt it was a very very rigid uh, line, and there was no room for compromise. There was no giving. All the giving was financial, and I think that for us felt wrong. Uh, giving is giving of yourself as well, not just uh, your tithing, your money. And we weren't uh, we weren't his fans by the end of it. But we didn't let that one talk put us off everything that he'd done beforehand. But I did wonder if if uh, your man Rick Warren and, and Philip Yancey ever sat together because there seemed the lack of grace in what he was saying to me. But that would be an interesting hair meeting, if nothing else. Uh, we thought, but uh, that, that was what we. I love the fact that Ian says, is it okay to, uh, to kind of avail criticism? Because, of course, uh, one of the things that we are, I'm desperately trying to, uh, to kind of teach people is that it, it's actually, uh, it's okay not to agree. And uh, we, we struggle with that a little bit because we think that, uh, you know, for unity, we've all got to agree on exactly the same thing. And, of course, uh, we're unified, we come together in Jesus, but we, we, we all see things differently. And uh, we don't always all agree. And uh, one of the things that we have to learn, and hopefully, uh, certainly one of the things that hopefully we've learned through these 40 days, is that actually uh, there are people in your group that might see things differently. We had interesting discussions also, and uh, I've heard other groups have as well, particularly uh, about the final study. And uh, there were some challenging things in there that that obviously uh, many of us wouldn't agree with, but that's okay. It's okay not to agree with everything. And one of the challenges of sometimes reading or hearing from somebody uh, that you don't agree with is it makes you reassess what you do actually believe and, and think, and it, and it sparks a lot more conversation actually when you disagree with somebody than, uh, than when we just all agree together. But it doesn't always mean that there's disunity because we don't agree, because we can come together and we are all different. God has made us all different. And uh, each one of us is unique in Jesus, and we have unique gifts and, uh, and abilities. Uh, you can develop a healthy, robust community that lives right with God and enjoy its results only if you do the hard work of getting along with each other, treating each other with dignity and honour. And one of the things that we have to do is learn to get on with one another when we don't agree. And so often when people disagree, it does cause disharmony. 
And it's one of the lessons that we do need to learn is how to disagree together and and how to share different opinions and still honour and respect people uh, rather than attacking people because they hold a a different opinion. So what have we learned uh, about growing together? And the course of text for this was encourage one another and build each other up. Let's hear from uh, another one of the small groups because this is certainly building me up. Uh, the idea that all these community projects are going to be happening uh, as a result of this 40 days. So somebody in the middle, somebody from, did Peter, did you have your hand up? Yeah, yeah, come. Yeah, yeah, come out. Come out as a, as a group by all means, yeah, that's good. you can see that we're obviously a large group and in fact some are missing today pat and bill um are away and rosemary nash and uh, john and um pat that sit over this side um they can't join us because they're snowed in um but they really wanted to join in So Marilyn is also up at the top, and she's part of our group. <laughs> is Michael around? Michael's part of our group. Julie's in Sunday school. She's part of our group. We're quite a large community <laughs> on our own. And Marilyn's going to put up some headings for us. You might need to stand up at the back. Come stand up. Don't be shy and see what's going on. Marilyn, do you want to put up the first slide for me, please? We're even using the OHP. (laughs) Try and guess what's going on. If you have a look at the OHP, you'll see, maybe some of you have heard about it, the child poverty in Rossendale. I was quite shocked at the rates, actually. Um, Whitewell Bottom, Whitewell Ward... Um, it's just further down, and we're looking at water as well, and lum. But the child poverty is extremely high. And as we're a large group, and we can all take part in it, we needed a flexible project with opportunities for everybody to join in. So we're building a raft. <laughs> okay, you get it? <laughs> okay. And it's just seen Val's been helping us from another group. <laughs> We're all part of a big community. Um, in the parcels of food. And RAFT stands for Resourceful Action for Future Transformation. We haven't done that. It's an organization that was started last year by a woman that became unemployed and realized what was going on. And another woman joined her that became unemployed. And they've started this fantastic organization. Raft provides food parcels throughout the valley, and we hope to be a part of this project. As a small group, we've decided we're going to go ahead, and a few of us are really, really keen. (laughs) Some of us are full-time workers, so they can't join in certain things the other ones can do, so it's like being part of a big body. We're all going to do a bit. Romans 15.2 reminds us that each one of us needs to look after the good of people around us, asking ourselves, how can I help? And this is how we intend to help. But a bit later on, this is their logo. We're hoping, because LUM needs to have a coordinator, and I haven't told my group this yet, (laughs) but I've actually said I'll be a coordinator from our church here until someone else is ready to take it on. 
because we've already started collecting food and we're already getting emails from the organisation. And it's something that our group are going to do, but we'd like to take it to the church meeting and perhaps later on, maybe some of you would like to join in as a community project from this church to this community and also other areas of the valley. Thank you, everybody. (laughs) Someone help them up. (laughs) I've got some leaflets, but I will hand them out at the church meeting later on. Yeah. Okay. So uh, it's about growing together. And uh, we who believe are carefully joined together with Christ as part of a beautifully, constantly growing temple for God. And uh, what a great uh, example that is of, uh, of a group working together. And uh, I love the, uh, the dramatized uh, presentation of that. Thank you for that. Uh, this work must continue until we are all joined together in the same faith and in the same knowledge of the Son of God. We must become a mature person, growing until we become like Christ and have his perfection. Uh, hopefully one of the things that has happened during these 40 days of community is that we have been growing together by uh, going through those disciplines of, of daily readings, of meeting together, of praying together, of, uh, of encouraging one another and building one another up. Uh, it's one of the lessons that I've certainly has, uh, has struck me about this idea of just building each other up because so often uh, we experience a kind of uh, knocking down uh, very often we get knocked in life, don't we? we? Things happen to knock us in life. Sometimes people knock us. And uh, even in the church, people, uh, without intending to, can just say something that actually, instead of building us up, actually drags us down. And uh, if we can just grasp hold of this idea that we're here to build each other up, to encourage each other. And uh, I really am encouraged by uh, some of these ideas for the small group project. I think it's great that by meeting together in small groups, we're actually going to be uh, affecting our local community in some quite amazing ways. And uh, it's been really challenging to hear what's going on. So what have we learned uh, about serving together? And of course, this is it, isn't it? Uh, we're serving together, uh, not on our own. And uh, some of these projects may take on a church-wide aspect, as uh, as Jean's mentioned. Has any of the groups not shared yet? Is there, is there a group? Yeah. Oh, there's a couple more. Yeah. Come and share, uh, Steve, what your group's uh, intending to do. That's great. <clears throat> On behalf of the group that meets uh, at the Clayton's and occasionally at uh, at the Sharps, Eric and uh, Carol Sharps' house, uh, yeah, we thought we'd do uh, uh, kind of a litter pick uh, around the area. And so we now have uh, our new best friend on the council, Allard Tom Thomas, who's going to let us have the high-vis jackets and the picky-uppy things. And uh, we've got a risk assessment, or rather we've nicked somebody else's risk assessment. So, uh, But we are a democratic group, so we've taken a vote and we've decided we're going to do it when it gets a bit warmer. So. <laughs> okay, so... Uh... Litter picking, serving together in our local community. By helping each other with your troubles, you truly obey the Lord of Christ. That was the text uh, for this idea that we uh, serve together. Every time we get the chance, let us work for the benefit of all, starting with the people closest to us in the community of faith. So the idea was that we serve one another in the church uh, before we actually reach out into local communities. So there's a serving in the church and also are serving outside of the church in the community that God has placed us. We work together as partners who belong to God. 
And uh, one of the things we've seen in the small group is uh, uh, when we first started talking about these small group challenges, it was interesting because one or two people came to me and said, uh, you know, uh, do we just give you the, uh, the, the, the ideas and then you'll kind of coordinate it all and do it as a church? And I, I said, well, no, actually, um, it's for the small group to get on and do it. And this idea of working together, hopefully this will stretch us. Because in a small group, if there's only five or six of you, you've kind of got to get involved because the project's going to depend dependence on you. In a church, you know, we will do some things. Obviously, we'll reach out into our local community. Um, but like has always been mentioned, it tends to be the same kind of people that turn up and, and that might be their thing. They might be seen as uh, people that are interested in working in the community or evangelism. But this in a small group... Uh, it's great that people are working together and partnering together and coming up with these ideas and then seeing them through and putting them together. And it's as each part of the group plays their part that the project and the idea uh, will come into fruition. So what have we learnt? Uh, well, about reaching out together. Uh, Ian, come and tell us what your group's uh, going to be doing. Yeah, we, uh, we thought we'd do a little bit of a, not litter picking, but actually tidying up uh, around the village itself. Uh, and what we were going to do is start on the, the other side of the wall of the car park. There's a, what, lane of some sort that seems to belong to nobody. Every few years it gets a tidy up. So we thought we'd start there. But what we really wanted to do was to try and uh, rejuvenate a, a rather neglected uh, Millennium Green. Uh, I had a walk round. Uh, the, the basis is still there, but it's, I think in the last couple of years it's been a little bit neglected. Uh, so I'm hoping Eric's going to help us with coordinate with the, uh, the local committee because we want to get involved with them if we can as well and not, not do it without them uh, and try and get a little bit involved in it. And we are only a small group and if anyone does want to get involved, please do because it's a very big green if you've ever walked around it. <laughs> Be wise in the way you act with people who are not believers, making the most of every opportunity. That was our text. And uh, what we've heard this morning is uh, some great opportunities. And one of the things about working in churches is one of the kind of frustrating things is sometimes we never actually get to that point of really uh, reaching out because there's always, there's always reasons that stop us actually uh, getting out of the doors. There's always things uh, that we think that we've not got quite right or we need to do this or we need to do that. And uh, it's great that these projects are actually going to happen. Uh, we're going to be reaching out over the next few weeks and months into our local communities, uh, hopefully making a difference. Working with other partnership organisations. I love the fact that people are talking to the local council, they're talking to the local uh, Millennium Green, they're talking to the, the, the food bank, that we're actually making these connections with other organisations so that we can partner as a church with some of these organisations in working in the community. And of course, when we do that, uh, we do so uh, not only as representatives of Lund Baptist Church, but representatives of Jesus Christ. And as we work alongside other people, hopefully uh, they will see something of God in us, real religion, the kind that passes Muster before God the Father is this reach out to the homeless and loveless in their plights. Uh, that's what we're going to be doing through uh, the food bank and, and through different uh, projects that we're going to be uh, taking on. Anyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they've never heard about him? And how can they hear about him 
unless someone tells them. Uh, as we do these projects, uh, we're not hiding the fact that we're wanting to do these in the name of Jesus. And so when we're out picking litter or delivering buns or, or collecting food and, and resourcing food and people says, say to us, why are we doing this? We will tell our story. There's as a church, uh, as part of our 40 days of community, uh, because of our relationship with God, we want to reach out to this community with the love of God. And we hope out of that conversations will start and, uh, and maybe even people will come to faith as a result of us just reaching out in the name of Jesus. Now what? Well, we, there's a sense in which we've already partly answered that question. Uh, although the 40 days of community uh, study has come to an end, and of course next week we'll be celebrating Easter, uh, we want to build upon this. And of course all these projects haven't happened yet, and these projects are going to be taking place over the next few uh, weeks and months. But let us not give up the habit of meeting together, as some are doing. Instead, let us encourage one another all the more. If you had enjoyed being part of your small group uh, during these six weeks, maybe you've joined it for the first time, uh, we want to encourage you to stay in a small group, to continue to meet together. And so find out whether your small group is, is going to be carrying on meeting. If it's not, then, then uh, have a word with myself or Jean and we can point you in the direction of another small group that will still be meeting. Uh, because we want people to carry on meeting together so that we're built up in the fellowship and in the love of God. Has anybody, has any of the groups not had an opportunity to share? Has, have all the groups shared, yeah? Anybody wanting, anybody not had the opportunity who wanted to share something about this 40 days of community? This is the last moment. Obviously, you can still talk about it after coffee. Anybody want to share anything? This is the kind of last shout. Being been absent from it. Um, so I'm not exactly sure where they got to with, with the ideas. A questionnaire, okay, into the local community. Yeah, brilliant. We did, we did talk about it in the first couple of weeks when I was actually present. We did talk about it, but I'm thankful that other people have been, uh, Graham and, and Gary have been helping to lead that group and neither of them are here this morning. But yeah, they're thinking about doing something on, on, a, on a community basis. Uh, yeah, how can we serve you? A questionnaire of how we can serve you, which would be great, wouldn't it, to, uh, to know that. Keep on doing the things that you've learnt and received and heard and the God of peace will be with you. We want people to carry on doing these things, to carry on having that daily quiet time with God. If that's been something that's been new to your experience, to carry on. And again, we can, if you haven't got daily readings uh, or you'd like daily readings, there's lots of resources that we can point you towards uh, to do that. So 40 days of community, we've been uh, worshipping together. Uh, we've been finding out about belonging together, uh, growing together, uh, serving together and reaching out together. And in all these things, uh, what hopefully we have discovered is that we are better together. In all these different areas of our, our life and service and worship of God, in all these things, we do them better when we do them together. I love the illustration that Rick Warren uh, uses about the snowflakes, which seems rather appropriate this morning. He talks about the fact that snowflakes on their own are quite delicate. Uh, but when they stick together, they can stop traffic. 
And uh, as we worship together, as we uh, belong together, grow together, serve together and reach out together, we can make a real impact for God in this local community. Uh, As a result of this uh, 40 days of community, let's hope that we see lives changed, that we see the impact in our local community, that we see God at work. Uh, in places inside and outside of this church. So thank you for taking part. Thank you for uh, joining with us this morning and sharing your stories. And we want to encourage people to carry on uh, sharing what's going on. You know, So if something happens as you're doing your reaching out in your small projects, then have a word with me and we want to make sure that we can share that on a Sunday morning so these stories uh, continue to be told of what God is doing because God is at work. God is at work amongst us. And we need to tell these stories so that people can be encouraged and people can be built up.